Registering for your wedding can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be when you register at Crate & Barrel. Crate & Barrel's expertly curated assortment means you don't have to search or sort through tons of items because they've selected the best of the best to make choosing the perfect items for your home easy. Their modern styled collection features modern design with a classic twist, so you don't have to worry about items going out of style next year. Crate & Barrel items are made to be statement pieces in your home today and for years to come. Crate & Barrel also makes it fun with a private party just for engaged couples. Each month, they close a store for an event to host you and your fiancé, give you an undivided attention, and bring in the best vendors to answer all of your specific product questions. This would have been great for Jackson and Brittany. They could have seen everything before they actually got married and before they put it on their registry. It seems pretty fun. I don't understand why anyone wouldn't do it. If you want to, create your Crate & Barrel registry online at crateandbarrel.com or at a store near you. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. It's Wednesday. We're going to talk Vanderpump, of course. But first, I want to follow up on some Bachelor items from this week. I'm going to talk to my producer, Kaya. Hello, Kaya. Hi, Juliette. I have never received as much feedback as I have regarding where Superman is from. Can you please play the clip of what Peter said? This is where Superman came from. Clark Kent was born here. Okay, let's talk about this. He said, this is where Superman came from. Clark Kent was born here. And... This is very complicated. We actually discussed this in ring in our Ringer Bachelor Party Slack before we recorded and noted that, yes, the co-creators of Superman are from Cleveland. Sure. Okay. But Superman himself, the character, is from Krypton, and he crashed on Earth in Kansas. That's very clear. Are we supposed to think that every character who was created in the city of Los Angeles is from Los Angeles? Are we supposed to think that Frodo Baggins is not from the Shire? Like, this is this is ludicrous. And we're conflating creators of a character with the character itself. And it's particularly ridiculous because Superman's backstory is so famous. I don't get it. Like, I, I'm sorry. I, I believe that Superman is not from Cleveland. His creators are, sure. But Superman himself is from Krypton, and he grew up in Kansas. Everyone who watched Smallville knows this. Right, Kaya? Yes, I 100% agree. If Peter had just left it off like Superman came from here, okay, maybe we'll cut you some slack. But he said, Clark Kent was born here. That's just not true. It's not. I know. It's it's ridiculous. And I, I have now gotten a lot of feedback. Thanks to everyone who chimed in. I appreciate the edification. I think there's a display in the airport in Cleveland say like claiming ownership over Cleveland, which I get. It is part of like the cultural history of the city, but it can be a part of the cultural history of the city without saying that Superman is from Cleveland. But I think that Peter, you know, Laura and I discussed, like, did the producers tell him? He probably saw the display. He probably was waiting for his bags and he was like, oh, Superman, Cleveland, cool. But just because, again, that the creators of Superman are from Cleveland doesn't mean Superman is. And Clark Kent was not born there. I even checked with our comics book guru here at The Ringer, Jason Concepcion. I even said, is Superman from Cleveland? And I asked him, what would you say? And he said, he is not from Cleveland. His co-creator is from Cleveland. He is not. Jason is my expert on this, so I'm going with it. But... I just want to note, everyone who responded, I hear you. And I believe in the past, the Cleveland fan bases have have responded loudly to when they've been discussed. So I respect it. They love their city. They love the land. You know, I get it. But I'm sorry. You can't claim Superman in this way. That's number one. Look, Cleveland, you know what? It looks like a great place to visit. It does. (laughs) Bachelor did a great job selling it. But that does not mean that Superman was born in Cleveland. Okay, I'm glad we've settled that, at least for the purposes of the bachelor party. But, you know, continue to chime in. We would like to hear all opinions here. Next, I loved Survivor. I kind of stopped watching it, but I'm going to get back into it this season. But I did watch when Chase Rice was on the Nicaragua season. (laughs) But he was, like, so not memorable to me that I mistakenly said to Lauren, yeah, he got voted out really early. Chase came in second. I'm kind of embarrassed that I don't remember. Kaya, do you judge me? Well, I've never seen Survivor, so no. But, I mean, second's pretty good. Like, it's props great. to Chase. Yeah, it's great. I I don't know how I don't remember. Also, like, I really remember the season. Fabio won. They did a revote at the end. It was a good one. And I just somehow completely blanked on it. I just want to apologize to Chase. And on the topic of Chase, Lauren kind of alluded to this, but he basically did a press tour on Monday night and Tuesday. 
basically just being pissed that he feels like The Bachelor like set him up for this situation. And I don't know exactly what's true. We'll have to get to the bottom of it. But um, it's kind of crazy that he's responding this way. I, I can't think of another contestant or like guest star or appearance person who's been so mad. First of all, Chase, are you really upset because this is the most attention you've gotten in years? But second of all, I do believe that Victoria probably fudged the truth. I have a couple thoughts on Victoria. Okay. And I, she has a pattern of, you know, not, I'm not going to say lying, but she has a pattern of maybe like concealing things. First of all, the uh, runway date when she spends the entire date like hemming and hawing and whining and complaining that she's like really uncomfortable. And then she comes out in lingerie. Great. You you worked up the confidence. Awesome. But your past actions make it seem like this is not something you're comfortable doing. Secondly, as our Facebook group pointed out, before she got on the plane, she was complaining and whining about how she's so scared of heights. She is so terrified. But if you go to her Instagram, she has an Instagram skydiving. I know. She... we don't really know who Victoria is. Seems like she's shifting all the time. There's something doesn't check out. It just doesn't check out. But something else that a friend of mine, my friend Melanie, said was like, how is Peter not pissed at the producers who clearly knew that Victoria and Chase knew each other? Like, that's a great point. I don't know why he wasn't mad. Like, maybe it didn't occur to him where he was and we just didn't see it. But I feel like this this Chase Rice situation is going to reverberate for a long time, particularly because he was like calling them out. And there's just now so many questions. Like he made it seem like they only like were, met knew each other like for one night. She said they dated. There's just so much that doesn't add up about the whole thing. And I, I'm sure that as this season goes on and is litigated, like it'll be continued to be discussed. I'm gonna really. Yeah, I think so. Because there are a lot of questions. Like, it doesn't really make sense. Like, her accounting of the relationship is totally different than his. Which, by the way, is common with a lot of relationships. Like, that just happens in the world, you know? That's true. That's fine. Like, I, you know. But I do think it's a good question. Like, who knew what and when? When did the producers know that Victoria and Chase had hooked up? Because, like, did Victoria disclose every person she's ever hooked up with or dated? Like, I, I don't know. I, I think maybe what happened was they, like, as they were casting her, they're like, any, like, significant exes in your past, maybe? I don't know. Do you think that's the type of question they ask people? Probably. Although I don't think, like, we knew about Rachel and Kevin Durant. And I don't know. I just, I think there's probably a little bit more coincidence at play than just, like, straight-up nefarious behavior. But I'm going to try to find out. I promise. It's And I'm sure more will come out over the next couple of weeks. Um, Once Chase Rice writes a country song about his whole experience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I, I'm kind of curious to, to see what happens with that and what else we learn and how things develop from there. Because Chase really came out strong. And I guess, you know, Lauren had spoken to him before it came out. So he was like teed up the press to to respond to it. He's just he's having his moment and he's embracing it. It's definitely true. Um, There's just so much happening in Bachelor Nation. We will return to it next week. We're going to do three episodes next week, one for each Bachelor and then the the Vanderpump episode. So more Bachelor coming to you next week. And now it's time for David Jacoby and our good friends from Sir and Tom Tom. Welcome to The Right Reasons. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Should I just say that every week? Every week. That's how we start. That's how we do this. That's how this is how we do. Remember that song? (laughs) Do I remember that song? I'm 41 years old. Same age as Kobe Bryant, RIP. But if you are 41 years old, you don't just remember that song. That song hit you at the peak of your like 20s. life. Yeah. yeah. 20s? I, no. Yeah, you were no. in your 20s, I think. No. When This Is How We Do It by Montel Jordan came out? No, the song by The Game. Oh, this is how, how we, we do. do. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 exactly. This See, is I'm how so we do than... it. I mean, I like this, that one yeah, too. Yeah, that's Montel Jordan. Yeah, Montel Jordan. Come on. This is how we do it. That's different. That's that's more bar mitzvah for me, whereas the game song was when I was in college. And I was going to say, it was like a ringtone for me, my freshman mm. year of college. I was really during cool. The, during the game's very short G-unit stint. G-unit? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with me today? I'm fired up to talk about Vanderpump Rules. Me too. Uh, let's just get into it. We're going to Miami. Benvenido a Miami. It's always nice when we leave LA. Agreed. Agreed. It's just, I, I, it just makes it, it makes everything easier on the production staff and easier on like storytelling, you know? On the Real like Housewives. Vacation episodes. 
the vacations are often like just so ridiculous. I try to pretend that someone planned it and like all oh, this yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, I try yeah. to be like, and now Bethany is taking everyone to her favorite spot in Turks and Caicos. But just with with <laughs> this show, it's just more believable because like they go to kind of trashy places. So you're like, yeah, this tracks. And they just basically like get together for parties anyway. So it, it just feels more natural to me. And of course, Jax and Sandoval lived in Miami. So there's all of that connectivity as well. Did uh, they share a twin bed? Like, did they mention at some point sharing a twin bed? And I was like, no. <laughs> because, like, if it, listen, if it was me and my best friend or even me and like a, a adjacent second circle friend, I know you like to rank all your friends. Yeah, I do. I feel like I've been falling a lot over the last few years, but that's fine. We can move on. That's if it was only me in and- your head because you think friendship is a function of time spent. I do I not. Do. I, do I do not. Friendship out of is sight, out of mind, baby. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. So maybe I'm falling in your ranking is what you're trying to say. Oh, no, I know. That's not what I'm trying to say. I basically just said it. It's really mean. So, that hurts my feelings. I'm really glad you're going to be in New York next week because you can climb a couple spots. Ouch, major ouch. Okay, anyway. But share the logistics of sharing a twin bed with another dude in a um, platonic way. It's just insane to me. Like, I would just set up, I would sleep on the floor. I'd be like, listen, you know, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm on the bed. You can have the weekend on, on the, you know, it's like I would work something out where I didn't have to share a twin bed. Twin beds are very small. Sh- Sharing a twin bed means that you will be touching. There's no room for personal oh, dude, space. Oh, no, no question. And again, like, I'm not the dude, like, when me and, and my best friend Mike, shout out to best friend Mike, when we would go on like little weekend vacations or whatever, we would share a hotel bed. I have no problem with that. Like I'm yeah. not trying to be like, like that. A, but a double like, at least. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, no problem. But like, but literally like a twin is just insane. A twin have, is crazy. You have no choice but to cuddle in a twin bed. Yeah, none whatsoever. I'm just thinking of my twin bed in high school, like when like a boy would come over and be like, yes, we, we will be cuddling now. <laughs> Wait, you had boys over in high school? Yeah. Wow, with parents in town? Sometimes. Wow. My parents are cool. My parents your are cool. Your parents are so cool. Shout out to the ladies. They are. They trust me. I love your parents. Me I too. Love your parents. Me too. So anyway, back to Vanderpump Rules. They went to Miami, and in the airport, the shots were fired. Apparently, mm-hmm. Stasi went into the, the bookstore. By the way, they're at LAX, very clearly the American Airlines Terminal, Terminal 7. I don't frequent it because I am platinum on Delta, but I'm familiar with it. Say, I was about to say, because it didn't recognize it, Delta United, gang, gang, gang. Yeah, exactly. I've, I'm familiar. I've been forced into an American flight before. It's like the only thing that goes to Chicago from here, nonstop. And Ariana claims that she had been in the bookstore for 45 minutes or for 45 minutes prior to Stassi and Katie going. It was, it was 45 minutes prior. So she, like me, got there and then got all of her supplies for the flight first. That's one of my um, flying routines is once you get through security, I like to get my trashy magazine, my newspaper, my water, and one snack. And then put that in my bag along with my cell phone charger just because everything else goes in overhead. And that is my next-to-me bag. Sure. So I get the next-to-me bag set up real quick and then obviously go to the bar. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, Duh. Duh. Duh, One of my yeah. friends says that drinking in an airport doesn't count. Oh, it doesn't. It's like, you know, any time of day, it's it's well, you're welcome to have a drink at the airport. There is no hour of the day or night that I've not had a drink in an airport. Yeah, it makes None. sense. It makes sense. So None. anyway, Stacy and Cotty, Stacy and Cotty, Stassi and Katie <laughs> go to the bookstore and they get Stassi's book from the back and bring it up front. And I just want to know the book publishers pay for those spots up front. So it's like a mm-hmm. big deal to move up. Is and it a big deal? I mean, that's a, when you say big deal, like. It's a on. big deal, Jacoby. Like, Kobe Bryant passing away is a big deal. Like moving one book in one section of the airport and one Hudson News from here to there is not a big deal. I'm not, but I will say this, shout out to the book being in there. Like, yeah. that's, you know what? Celebrate the wins. Celebrate the wins when you can. Having a book in that establishment is a win. Also, I bet it's a great plane book. Makes total sense. Yeah, you can read it on the flight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You also probably don't need to read the whole thing. No, also, you skim. I feel like the no, best pieces are making into the show, like Stassi talking about losing her virginity anyway, you know, Lisa reading it aloud. So anyway, yes. from the very beginning, Ariana says that um, Stassi brought the book with her and put it in the store, not that she just rearranged it. And that's like an insane thing to say. It makes no sense. And like, Stassi oh, wouldn't do that. I didn't get that. I didn't get that. Yeah. So she brought the book in her back. She traveled with her own book. That's what Ariana was implying. And that's absolutely ludicrous. That's just ridiculous. Wait a second. Or is it genius? No, she didn't do that. Come on. Or is it genius? She did Let's not imagine do that. she did. Imagine a world in which she did. That takes a lot of like pre production. 
You know what I mean? Like, because you know, space is limited whenever you're flying anywhere because you're trying to keep everything in without checking a bag. Not this crew. This crew is a bag checking crew, though, I can tell. But I would say that it is kind of brilliant to bring your own book to a bookstore and give it prominent placement and just leave it there. And then someone tries to buy it and they can't scan it. It'd be great. That's great. I'm going to start, when I come out with my book, I'm going to do that. It's sort of like handing out your own pamphlet on the street, bringing your own book to the bookstore. But like Stassi doesn't need to. Her book is popular, I'm sure. And like it is a good airport book. Like it makes sense it would be there. Ariana is just so Miz. It's ridiculous. She just has to bring everyone down. uh, Ariana, hmm, how do I explain? In the, you know how you like to rank everything? Yes. Ariana used to be much higher in my power rankings of people that were on this show. I find with this show, with the people who are like objectively attractive, their personalities are like really making them less attractive, which I honestly feel good about identifying because it makes me feel like I'm not shallow and personalities matter. Well, they're all pretty attractive, (laughs) let's be honest. I know, but like I'm having a hard time looking at Ariana and Kristen because the sadness is like overwhelming. Well, Kristen wears it, as, as Stassi pointed out. Kristen wears it uh, big time, and it's hard to look yes. at. I don't enjoy yeah. it. I don't like yes. it. But even Ariana, I feel like she's falling into that. Whatever. We'll come back to her. A couple other notes about them. They're traveling in the beginning of the episode. Everyone's in a Tom Tom hat. Like, everyone. It, it made me think about merch. You know, like, like we have Jalen and Jacoby merch. Jalen Jacoby podcast. Uh, make sure you subscribe to it. It's the best podcast on the planet. Second best podcast on the planet next to Bachelor Party. But, um, like, I can't wear... Jalen and Jacoby merch and like take myself seriously. If you had bachelor party, like a big bachelor party, like hoodie, would you wear it around? Yes, yes I would. See, I can't do that. Why not? Like, Athletes do it. Paul George, Paul George one time went to, 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 vaca- to vacation on the islands of Greece and wore his own uniform. Like you just can't do that. <laughs> I think you should. Why no, not? No way. No way. LeBron no wears way. his own clothes all the time. Yeah, but, it's a, but they don't say the word. Uh, Some do. I think there's nothing wrong with it. What's I think wrong there's with something. Your, I can't do it. I clothes? cannot wear. I cannot wear Jalen and Jacoby merch. I cannot do it. Maybe it's, your merch a, isn't nice enough. Maybe you need a redesign. Don't so you, you feel, dare! You have don't no you choice dare! Do not do not dare disrespect the Jalen and Jacoby merch. <laughs> you would just wear a bachelor party T-shirt like all over the place, just walking, rock, wearing it out to the grocery store. Sure, to I said out plane to the grocery store. Like on a date, no. But like I wouldn't wear like really any T-shirt on a date. Like, that's like, that's like a first of all. I'm trying to go no labels in 2020. Oh, I like it. Thank what, you. What about that one sweatshirt that you love? I was about to Paris, say, my one exception one. Is, is my <laughs> self-appointed uh, PSG Jordan brand ambassadorship. That's that's who I am. Yes. Yes. I can't yeah, let yeah. it go. That one's just it's too close. Yeah, it's like a tattoo. It'll always be there. I went on a flight last week, um, and the one of the flight attendants on the plane was like, great sweatshirt. And I was like, thank you. I was like, oh, it's for PSG. I acted like I knew about soccer. It was really funny. Good for you. <laughs> Thanks, PSG. man. Thank you. Uh, but the TomTom hats also aren't, like, high quality. They're also, like, the, not I a don't, good logo. I, I don't like the TomTom logo. I was about to say the exact same thing. They have a mesh back. Like, the mesh back has come in and out, come in and out, come in and out, like, four times in the last 10 years. I'm good. I'm good with the trucker hats. I am trying to become a hat person, though. Like, No, don't become a hat. No. At the beach, I can get it. The be- I, can, I can understand the beach. Yeah. I can understand the beach. It's skin protection, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, it was a middle of the week vacation, and they're staying at the SLS Hotel in Miami. And for some reason, the SLS Hotel in Miami has the worst wallpaper of all time. I was just really <laughs> floored by how horrible the, it was. <laughs> I did notice. I did notice. Um, the wallpaper was a lot. I think wallpaper in itself is such a bold move that you need to nail it. Yeah. You need to nail it. Like wallpaper is like a like an ascot tie. Like you can do it wrong. But if you do it right, you're doing it really right. And I would just, I would suggest to all people around the planet, be very careful with wallpaper. I agree. Be very careful. The feature wallpaper remove is a good one where it's just like one wall of four in the room. But this was just like too much. And also there was like the mirrors on the wall. I mean, on the ceiling. I liked how Bo was like, it's an OOTD mirror. It's like, yeah, Bo, I'm sure that's what it's for. Yeah, that's what it's for, Bo. Yeah, <laughs> just the to make SLS sure you get, in Miami. get your outfit from all angles. Sure. That's what everyone yeah. was thinking when they saw that. <laughs> yes, exactly. But one thing I do want to say is I love off-peak vacations. Yeah. Off-peak vacations. Like, people ask me, like, are you going to Miami for the Super Bowl? Like, no, no, no. I would never. I would never go to Miami for the Super Bowl. But, like, next Tuesday through Thursday, I would love to go to Miami. Yeah. Off-peak. And, again, like, if I was 25, I might feel differently. But when you get a little older and, like, the crowds and, like, the excitement. And, like, like, like going to Mardi Gras, it, like, it sounds like solitary confinement to me. 
it's like it's just like no way am I going to Mardi Gras? Are you crazy? That's when everyone is there. I will go to New Orleans on a random Tuesday in the middle of February, and I will never go to Bourbon Street. Like that is my type of vacation. Right. That's now. how I feel about festivals now. I'm just like I don't want to go to All Star anymore. It's like way too overwhelming. I don't want to go to South by. It's way too overwhelming. But I'd love to go to Chicago and Austin at other times. Both yeah, are, exactly. Both are totally great agree. cities. Totally agree. Completely um, agree. Sheena and Peter were sharing a room for their midweek vacation. I did not understand that. Just kind of Explain sad. it to me. No, explain to me. Only thing that makes sense is there was a set number of rooms that were like rigged for production. And so some people had to share. But why didn't why didn't Kristen and Sheena share? They're actually friends. Yeah, I do I don't understand Peter and Sheena. I don't understand Peter's existence on this program. No disrespect to the man Peter. I'm sure he does a great job managing that restaurant. I'm sure he's the glue that holds everything together. But like he has not had a storyline in a decade. Well, he's when, not when did really the show on start? The show. When did the show start? In 2012. He has not had a storyline. What not, is the what is the one storyline that Peter's had? He like tried to make out with Dana or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing he's done in the last eight years. And your whole job is to do something. Anything. He's he's rough. Time's not being kind to Peter either. No. And it just doesn't make any sense. But everyone just got straight into form, most notably Tom Sandoval, who was really worried about the themes and the costumes for each of the nights. And he said that the first night was a Rat Pack theme, and to do so, he had brought a fake mustache. Okay. I don't think that there was actually a theme for the first night. No. <laughs> like I, I think Tom Sandoval, it was like a non-consensual theme where Tom Sandoval was like, I'm going to do a theme, all right, guys? And everyone else was like, cool, 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 cool. And then like, there's a side text that he was not on. There was like, don't worry about him. It'll be fine. What about Schwartz saying he up. was wearing a woman's shirt because he wanted his belly to show? Well, no, I think he wanted to wear one of Katie's shirts, right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's a, it's 2020, you know? We're in, a, we're in a genderless society. Oh, What's I a know, woman's shirt? It's I have no problem shirt. with him wearing a woman's shirt, but I just thought the note of him wanting his belly to show. I was just like, what is well, this? Listen, people who study this show closely like we do know that his belly has been a point of contention in the past. As a model, as a model, oh, yes, yeah. as a model, oh, yes. when he was forced to go shirtless, he was like, well, guys, I just want you to know that like, as someone who gets paid to have pictures taken of them, I do not look like that with my shirt off. That's so funny. Uh, you're not watching The Bachelor, are you? Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. There's not, not a really. lot of shirtless Peter, which is really funny. Not that there has to be. and like he's Well, they had some in episode one. Yes, and I think they're like, oh, that's enough. <laughs> well, one thing I've always wondered about that show in particular is like, obviously they get him a trainer and nutritionist for like the three months, but I, but over the course of the filming of The Bachelor with all of the travel, when you travel, you don't eat well. No. Just naturally. You eat at airports, you eat at restaurants. Like you're not like Off hours, at home. eat late. Off good. hours, travel. They travel so much. If I take a flight from LA to New York, again, I'm old and washed. It takes me like a good 36 hours to like be myself again. Yeah. And they do that every 36 hours. So I'm sitting there thinking like, yeah, you look great episode one, everybody across the board. But by episode 12, like, there's going to be an extra 10, 15 on you. Well, Peter actually said that when he he had a trainer beforehand, but he only had like a month's notice. They didn't decide until like a month or six weeks before who The Bachelor was. So he didn't have yeah. a lot of time to get in shape. But he's a real Tom Schwartz. And I think both Tom Schwartz and Peter are both very objectively cute people. Handsome guys. Yes. Yes. Handsome I think they're good looking guys. I think they're good looking guys. Registering for your wedding can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be when you register at Crate & Barrel. Crate & Barrel's expertly curated assortment means you don't have to search or sort through tons of items because they've selected the best of the best to make choosing the perfect items for your home easy. Their modern styled collection features modern design with a classic twist, so you don't have to worry about items going out of style next year. Crate & Barrel items are made to be statement pieces in your home today and for years to come. Crate & Barrel also makes it fun with a private party just for engaged couples. Each month, they close the store for an event to host you and your fiancé, give you undivided attention, and can bring in the best vendors to answer all of your specific product questions. Create your Crate & Barrel registry online at CrateAndBarrel.com or a store near you. They did a lot of stuff in Miami. They were went on the boat. But before the boat, actually, let's talk oh, about the, boat. the strip club night. I think I've been to that strip club. Oh, my God. I think I have. If it's the one that's not in South Beach, that's across from the the nightclub space, I believe that it's. It, I think it was called. In my mind, it's called the Gold Club, but being Gold Rush just sounds too similar. 
And I really think I've been there before. And by before, I mean like three times before. I've I've only been to one strip club one time, and it was not a good experience. It was Sapphire uh, underneath the the mid uh, the Queensboro Bridge. Um, oh yeah, I know that place. For, yeah, I think form, the, formerly Scores, plus, formerly yeah, scores. scores. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, formerly Scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One time, I think strip clubs are horrible and gross. I mean, I think that like I totally people, agree. Yeah, people I have hate the right strip clubs. I'm about to say people have the right to be strippers. Of course, I, support I love that. strip clubs. I know I you. I know you clubs. do. I know yes. you do. And I found this to be like if this was if I were Britney and I watched this footage of Jax now because in addition to him lying about how he said like oh I wasn't into it and then having to see him like motorboat this stripper among other things I probably would would divorce him and I was just oh, like get out of here. I'm it's sorry. A, it's a, okay. Gross. Okay. Stop. 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 Okay, Juliet, you find the love of your life. The okay. love of your life. Hope he's is, out I'm, there. Yeah, shout to him or her. Who knows? It's 2020, and and Are he's you out to there. Tell people I'm by. Listen, it's 2020. Gender doesn't exist. How many times do I have to say this? Okay. And he's he's like, all right, we're getting married. Um, it's, it's in New York City, obviously, and it's going to be you know I'm I'm put you in August, and he's like, all right, well, July 11th, the weekend after July 4th. Me and my friends are going to go to um, South Carolina. We're going to play golf and so on and so forth. And we might go to a strip club. And you found out that that man motorboated a stripper. Motorboated. Again, motorboat is like not, it doesn't even have a base. There's not a base for motorboating. It's also like a joke. You would call the wedding off? Like I, you're lying. You're lying in the microphones. Okay, but that's not the situation. This is on fucking television. And they have a supercut of Jax lying about what he did to his wife, Brittany, for, and then the footage of what he actually did. It's so fucking embarrassing. I would I be livid. I'd be livid. It's really? awful. Yes. Really? I would just be like, Jax, do it when there's not fucking cameras around. Did you have to do this on TV? It's not that big a deal. I it's think really it's really not a big deal. I think deal. it's really, really embarrassing. Oh, I, see, I disagree. I okay. disagree. I think. I mean, it's one thing just to be like, like. Um, I remember one of the one of the, like one of the reasons that me and my wife's relationship has lasted so long. We've been seventeen years together. We've been married for almost ten, nine and a half, whatever. Um, is I came home from my bachelor party, didn't ask a single question, did not ask a question. That's great, and it wasn't on did TV, so there's question. no reason she like needed to know what happened. It's just like it's just like whatever. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's no big deal. But like I will say this is uh did not cheat on her and was not difficult not to. And if you motorboat a stripper, that that's nothing. That's nothing. Like I would say that like I would say a casual happenstance flirt with a colleague is worse than motorboating a stripper. Because you have like an actual relationship with that person. Yeah. It's just like that's like a if you have like a jokey flirt joke joke relationship with a colleague that you see every day is way, way, way worse than motorboating a stripper one time who gave you a fake name. You gave them a fake name and you also gave them twenty dollars and then they walked away complaining that twenty dollars wasn't enough. Him lying about it though makes it really bad. That's like part of the problem. And the fact well, that it's on television. Like Britney uh, like, saw through the whole thing. Luckily we know that your bachelor party is not on tape anywhere. So like whatever. I'm not even gonna ask you questions. There's no point in fact checking it. Who cares? This is an entirely different scenario. Plus, you're not a cheater. Jax has a history of cheating. It's gross. Wait, Jax cheats? What? What? <laughs> Wait, what? What? Which is a great transition to the drama after the uh, tacky wedding dresses. Yes. Night. So the girls go to a nightclub and as part of well, the first they went. first they went to um, they went to two, that was the, they oh, had a previous establishment. It was a it was a sushi place because I remember Kristen did a, a, a like an on the fly interview outside, and they had a Japanese character next to her. So some sort of sushi establishment where they they're being served by women in bikinis too, which is I don't know, is this a Miami thing? I, mean, it's like, it's I guess like, and it was I, the I, summer. It was like June, so yeah. But it's just kind of weird. If like it's like the sir the sir dresses are one thing. It's like a t shirt fabric, but at least it like covers your body. But like they were straight up being served by surfers in bikinis. Like okay, and then. They decided that wasn't enough. They wanted to go somewhere else. And then at the second place, which was a nightclub, they clearly didn't have full coverage with the cameras. Right. I feel like they pre they pre-produced the dinner, but they didn't pre-produce the nightclub. So they probably had to have like on-the-fly conversations with managers and security and whatnot about getting cameras inside because they didn't have too much footage from it. But one footage showed one sign, which was what, Juliet? Brittany, don't do it. And again, that is... So not a thing. No, not a thing at all. 
so not a thing. Not at all. And so basically, like the the the, the club gals, the bottle girls, as they're called, is mm-hmm. that a rude thing to say? I mean, that's the name of the that's the name of the job, being a bottle girl. So whatever. Um, say, like, I'm sure that they're like bottle service technicians or something. <laughs> you know what I mean, like man, the bottle, bottle girls come out, bottle VIP management or something like that. You know, with like the sparklers on top of the bottles. I don't even I don't even understand why that's a thing, but whatever happens like at every club every night. It's not even special. And they come out and they have the sparklers and they're holding this this sign. This is Britney. Don't do it. And it, it's like the default sign for a bachelor or bachelorette party. Like it would if it, your bachelor party was there, it would say Jacoby, don't do it, or David, it is don't do not- it. Offensive. No, it's a joke. It's a complete joke. And if you take it as anything else, it really tells you a lot about where you are in your relationship with your fiance. Yes, she obviously knows that a lot of people think that it's an insane idea to marry Jack because it is. Because as we saw this week, he is this pathological liar. He just lies so easily. He believes his own lies. It is not. It is not. If if if. Oh, I'm getting upset about this. If 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 the sign said. Joie, Joey, my wife's name, don't do it. She wouldn't be like, oh my God, this establishment is disrespecting me because of my husband. Like, no, that's not what she would think. She'd be like, ha ha, and then have a drink. Like, I'll take a vodka cranberry. Like, it's not, there's nothing that you stop and think about and get disrespected by and then talk about for literally like 180 minutes afterwards. Like, they talked about it for so long. They're talking themselves in circles. She ruined her own night over it, like by like crying and everyone come back and sit in a circle and eat pizza. Seemed like like oh, a wait, worst wait, case scenario. You're fast scenario. forwarding too far for me. Number one, Sorry. did she ruin it or did Kristen ruin it? Well, Kristen's the one who like told her it was really rude, right? Yeah, she said it was tacky and rude. Kristen wait, is just I feel an like... absolute suck box. I just she sucks. <laughs> suck box. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> I Never heard of that. My before. brother used to say it a lot. <laughs> Shout out to Joey, another Joey in my life. Yeah, Joey Littman. He just, she just sucks, and she sucks. She does. She sucks. I don't want to spend. I, that's the thing is like I don't care about any of the Kristen drama or the drama she starts because she's so unpleasant. And yes, she ruined the night. You're right by telling Brittany that it was a really rude thing for the club to do. But it was, well, there's there's an underlying theme to this entire weekend. Would I be remiss if it wasn't mentioning is. Are they just drinking? Great question. Are they just drinking? And I've I've asked this question about this show for a long time. There are certain times where you're like, oh, they're not just drinking. And you know exactly what I mean. But yeah. on this weekend, there was some, there's like the sort of um, conversational spiral that happened with the, when they all were wearing their wedding dresses and sitting in that hotel room for so long was a little, just a little indicator that perhaps they were not just drinking. I'm not accusing anybody of doing anything illegal. I'm just saying... While I was watching that show, I did ask myself, "Are like, are they just drinking?" It stands to reason that if you're if you have a fear of flying or of heights, perhaps you would have some kind of medication to help with that for the plane rides there and back. It's far from LA to Miami, so perhaps they had some kind of psychiatric drug with them that should perhaps not be mixed. Uh, oh, alcohol. or maybe if you start drinking at 11 a.m. and you're still partying at two in the morning, you also have some help with stamina. Yes, perhaps there's that. a way to help you get through that. Because if I start drinking at 11, I would ah, need a four nap. Four o'clock, I'm done. I said I need a four nap o'clock. at 3 p.m. Maybe I rally yes. for the evening. Maybe yeah. if I have a really good meal, it's really, and like a lot of water in between. But that's really hard, especially in your 30s. Like it was hard in college. Oh, yeah. In your 30s, oh, yeah. it's really very I call difficult. it the drinking window. And at my point in my life, I know I have a five-hour tops drinking window. That doesn't mean I can't start at 11 and then take a nap or like shut it down and take a nap and a shower and kind of readdress and then eat and then like restart another drinking window. But my drinking window is about five hours. I haven't been like a peppy drunk in so long. I just get tired now. I'm so oh, old. Yeah. No, we work hard. We work hard too. Like don't sleep That's on that true. part. That's true. Thanks, man. That's true. Yeah. You work really hard and that takes a lot of mental energy. You only get a hundred points a week. And you're right. You're spending like 80 of them on work. Like, in the, you know, and then 10 on them on watching reality television. You only got 10 left to party and that's going to shrink your drinking window. <laughs> you're absolutely right. And like, I had plans last night on a, on a Tuesday and it's like, I'm obviously wiped oh, out today Oh, the whole rest of the week. Oh yeah, yeah it's over. Oh yeah. I'd, on Monday, Tuesday, I, 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 I'm sober Monday, Tuesday. I don't go out Monday, Tuesday. I don't, I limit myself on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday just because I know I need some power for the rest of the week. I'm on a run right now where I had work last week. I went to, I took an 8 a.m. flight to Utah last Friday. I was in Utah through the weekend, flew back Monday morning, came to work on Monday. And now I have a flight tomorrow, Thursday again at 8 a.m. And I'm just like, how could one possibly drink in this stretch? There's oh, so many impossible. waking uh, hours. There's no way to drink. There's no way to recuperate. That's impossible. That's impossible. <laughs> well, it's the, rough. Uh, well, the, the, 
so after the thing, the, the pizza that Jack's brought, it, I mean, that is disgusting. If I, I, do you know how much you want pizza after a day of partying and actually listening so to Brittany badly. complain about a sign in a so nightclub? The sign in a nightclub must have happened at, I'm going to guess, two in the morning, maybe even one in the morning. Then you have to sit in that, that, that echo chamber, <laughs> to, to quote Tom Schwartz, of a, a conversation about the sign for another hour and a half and then have the pizza arrive. Again, any port in a storm, but that pizza looked awful. Awful. That Here's, pizza looked as the worst. As I'm gonna say some of the worst pizza I've ever looked at in my whole entire life. Here's a rule of thumb: if you're in a place where you don't know if the pizza is gonna be good or bad, why don't you just go for Domino's? Domino's is not like Ooh, real pizza, but it's always take. good, and you always know what you're gonna get. It's you like know it's, it's consist- consistent. Yes. it's consistent. Yes, and that personal great pan point. pizza is really delicious. So, Jacks, just and then it comes to you. Just order it into the hotel. Like, what it's were they a great thinking? Point. Because he had to go out of his way. Wait at a place, and that pizza was probably a half an hour old. And I don't know if that was actually cheese on top. I, I don't do know not. Either. It was. It was so disgusting. It was so underdone. So disgusting. And like the girls were so happy about the pizza, and then I saw the pizza. I was like, No, no, no. I'm not eating that. I'm not. And I love pizza. I'm a pizza technician. I agree with you. It just it was looked. It looked disgusting. Also, like I don't know. Just pizza after like one a.m. Like you always want it. It's always the wrong choice. Always. Oh yeah. It's just not a good well, idea. Well, is it? I don't know. I, mean, I think it's a, I, it can be the right choice. Like I would say this: some, sometimes if you are drinking and you're on an empty stomach and you and you get a little little carbs in there, a little like a give your a little give the the furnace a little wood to burn while you're sleeping, <laughs> you might feel better when you wake up. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, one thing I skipped over: the wedding dresses that they all wore out to the bar and mm. the club. Mm. Sheena actually looked good. Like I thought she looked hot. I was like, good, ridiculous outfit from like a Madonna. Wedding shoot in the 80s, Sheena. I love Lala's line where she's like, This is the most covered up I've been in years. I think she said ever. Yeah. I, Lala, Lala's really, you know how you're falling in my friend ranking? Lala is climbing up in my friend ranking. Can you stop saying that? It hurts my feelings. Oh, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Kind of do, though. Kind of <laughs> do. Mean, it's just mean, though. It's not going to make I know, me cry. It's just but mean. The, no, what happens is it's all about my own ego. And, her, and that the fact that that hurts your feelings means that you respect me and like me, which makes me feel better about myself, which is really all we're here for. Because I don't, it's fun, friendship is not a function of time spent for me. So just know that, you know, it's about okay. emotion. Okay. I can't speak for you, obviously. <laughs> I'm um, crying right now. So obviously. If, if that's an indicator. An- another thing I noticed is that they showed them drinking um, Ciroc vodka and Miller High Life beer, which leads me to wonder was this a sponsored event? Um, everything sponsored. They stayed at the SLS Hotel. How do you know yes. that? Oh, I wait. They showed the sign of the SLS Hotel every single montage well, that's when more they went classic there. Classic reality TV trade out. You know, I would say, I think Ciroc is owned by Diageo. I want to say there could oh. be. I would. I'd say if if you could get the parent company linked to the commercials that were bought, oh, then I'd be buying it. Interesting. Because that's how the sales deals work. You know, I'm a I'm a executive at a television network. Sure. Extremely powerful executive at a television network. So I would say that if if those parent companies match up with the ads that you see in between the segments, then I think you've got you're onto something. But I do know from previous seasons of Vanderpump Rules that those young gentlemen do love themselves some Miller Light. And I think yeah, Miller High do. Life is just the champagne version of Miller Light. <laughs> of course. No of one course. likes Miller Lite more than I know you know this answer. Stassi. No. Um, Nick Carter. Really? He did. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that when him, him and Jessica Simpson, what was that name? That show called? Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey. Sorry. Oh my God. Yeah, the newlyweds. Yeah, yeah. He would, he would, Miller Lite only. Like, it was like, give him a Bud Light. He's like, what is this disgusting that was, disrespect of a beverage? That was he a great show. He loved Miller Lights. He loved Miller Lights. That was a fucking great show. That was a great show. It was That's so it. early in our time as humans who watch reality TV. It was like groundbreaking. Remember when? Yeah. I was oh like 25 God. to stop it. I remember watching it like on my parents' Sometimes couch. you remind me just how much older I am than you. You're eight years older than me. I think we can work with that. I think we can. I just want to say Nick Carter's from the Backstreet Boys, which is why I was like, no, it's not him because I love the Backstreet Boys so much. In fact, <sighs> I think you know that I fell over when I was in Nick Carter's proximity because I was so excited. <laughs> I- it's just such a weird physical reaction. <laughs> Jumping up and down, crying. That's all fine. Fainting even. But you didn't faint. You just, just fell no, over. Like just someone tripped you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was completely sober. It was so funny. Oh, great transition. Kristen, hammered in the wedding dress, just falls hammered. over. And then she says she's tripped. She, she had some sort of like, she has some sort of like secondary story where she's like, no, 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 I was tripped. I was tripped. It's like, no, no, no. 
Maybe she was thinking about Nick Carter. Who's to say? Yeah, and then she showed. Then she showed her lip bruise, and Lala was like, "Oh my god!" Oh my in the back god. of my mind, I'm like, "Actually, not a big deal." Yeah, the inside of your lip is bruised. Like, really, not a thing. Not she's a thing. A, at all. She's an absolute mess. I just Kristen sucks. But unfortunately, we'll talk about her more Suck in a little box. bit. Why? One thing I one thing I heard Jack say, by the way, which I wanted to mention, is he was like referring to himself again as Jason Couchy, which is his birth name. And I I get the impression that Jacks will soon be getting back to Jason Couchy. I think when they have kids, they're planning to revert back because I saw them on Watch What Happens Live and they were saying Brittany hasn't changed her name because mm. it, she doesn't want to become Taylor because the kids will be Couchy. And so I think everyone in this family is preparing for Jason Couchy to reemerge, including Jax, who like kind of made reference to that at the beginning of the episode. That's really interesting. Yeah. So if his name's Jason Couchy, why was he sharing a twin bed? Go to the couch, my guy. It's, in, it's right there. It's right there. <laughs> Jokes aside, Here's my problem, and Jax and Brittany, I wish you the best. You are two of my best friends, but it ain't going to last. No. Don't do it, Brittany. The reason that she's crying is because don't do it, Brittany. It's actually real. He will cheat on you. He will hurt you. He will lie to you. That's just a fact. It's just who he is. He can't help it. Yeah, it's who he is. He changed his name to Jax Taylor when his real name is Jason Couchy. So if he goes back to Jason Couchy, he will once again revert back to Jax Taylor. I agree. It's sort of like a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde situation. Yes. Like, you can you can take yeah. the Jax Taylor out of Jason Couchy, but you cannot take the what? I don't know how that works. <laughs> Let's move on. Probably the main part of this episode was continuing to litigate the fight between Stassi and Sandoval. And I just want to say my friend Jay is um, a restaurateur, and he was appalled by Sandoval's behavior. And I just want to throw that out there. I, oh. I have an expert weighing in. You did And he research? said that Sandoval was in the wrong. Oh, this is great. But aside from that, emotionally, we're Team Stassi forever. Forever. So, I, let's get down to this. Let's Because me and you work together, right? When you work together, you, the, it's it's not just like a friend relationship. You actually have tasks that need to be accomplished. And there's communication yeah, like lines and me. meetings and things like that. Of course. And uh, I know I you. I never annoy you, though, right? Personally and professionally. Never <laughs> once, ever. So, how is this supposed to work? Like, put yourself in Stassi's shoes. From Stassi's perspective, how is she she's supposed to put Lisa, Max, Tom and Tom all in a group text and every communication about this party is supposed to involve all four parties? I mean, that's an automatic mute. As soon as you over three people on a group text, it's an automatic it's, it's mute. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it's, it's too like, many this people. Is, this is stupid. And the idea that Tom Sandoval's like, don't talk, talk to your guy. So talk to your guy. The real problem here is Sandoval is mad at Schwartz. It's probably beyond oh, yeah. this one incident. But Stasi did what she was supposed to. She went to a co-owner. She went to the manager. And she was like, hey, can I have this party? And they said yes. Her culpability is, is none. She didn't do anything wrong. In Zero. fact, she did all the right things. She asked for permission. It was granted. Sandoval, if you have a problem. walk through. Yeah, exactly. And also, it all worked out and everything was going fine until Stasi and Sandoval had a fight. And it's also like when you shoot at restaurants, which, you know, I've done a lot in my life, they're always like, cool, you can come between 11, you know, you can come between like 9 and 12 if we open for lunch, or you can come between 11 and 2 if we open for dinner. Like, that's clearly what the case was. It was morning sun when uh, Adriana was complaining about the valet. So this place is not even open anyway. Right. Like, they, it was added added value for, yes. for Tom and Tom. Added, also added revenue. You're welcome. Yes. yes, exactly. And like, okay, I know you had to pay the staff, but like, Obviously, the economics probably can work out where you can pay, you know, make Stassi pay like a events fee or whatever. Sure. But like, it could have worked out for Tom Tom. And Sandoval is just like taking it out on her where really he's mad at Schwartz. And then meanwhile, Ariana is doing his dirty work, work of throwing Schwartz under the bus to anyone who will listen. Ariana, Ariana and Bo's involvement in this is interesting to me. Okay, I want to talk about Bo first. Okay, go. I think the producers made him confront Sandoval. Wait, wait, wait. You think that he wasn't just in the middle of a strip club <laughs> in Miami, drinking and on whatever, and decided to himself, you know what? Let's walk outside of this wonderful environment where I'm surrounded by naked, beautiful women who want to talk to me. He wasn't and, into it. Oh, that's, yeah. I always don't believe those guys. <laughs> you just I don't, don't like those, those guys. guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't like those guys. I don't believe in those guys. It's like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. Oh, my God. I just want to, like, can we just meet at the library and discuss Shakespeare? Like, no, dude. Like, he was like, a strip I'm, club. I'm dating Satan. I can't. Yeah, it's like, it's like being in Austin, Texas and being like, oh, I'm a vegan. Like, this barbecue place is so gross. It's like, Sorry. just eat the brisket, yeah. my guy. Eat the brisket. No. It's delicious. Like, I know I this is against your morals or whatever, but it's delicious. Just like, just listen to your id. Listen to your id sometimes. Sometimes your id is right. 
Sometimes your super ego is right. Sometimes your id is right. Just follow your id sometimes, my guy. Bo, I mean, there's he didn't want to have that fight. It just seemed like really stupid. He didn't have anything to say. Bo obviously doesn't get heated. I think that's very clear and one of the reasons why he probably works with Stassi. Stassi, he gets, exactly. He gets emotional and sad, but like they are kind of like emotionally complimentary. But he doesn't like get angry yes. the way that a Sandoval or a Jax does. It's like LeBron and AD. They're complimentary pieces, Stassi and sure. Bo. And also, I think he was, I think the producers basically create the entire show at this point. Like, let's not act like, you know, the the, the producers didn't like book the flight. I think the, the I think the tension is real. The situations are fabricated. Yes. And Problem I just want to say, I'm okay with that. I feel like there's a lot of people being like, oh, the show is fake now. It's so staged. But like, I don't know. It's still a friend group that have all of these like tensions with each other. Like, I, think I think Sandoval that's real. was legit angry. And I think yeah. Stassi was legit angry too. And I also feel like, the problem was, is Bo was like, your apology wasn't great, which was factual, but it was also secondhand information. Right. You know what I mean? He wasn't part of the conversation in which he confronted Sandoval about, which puts him in a position of weakness in the in the argument. Because if I was Sandoval, I'd just be like, what did I say that was wrong? And he'd be like, blah, blah. I'm like, where did you find out that out? He's like, from my girlfriend. I'm like, why don't you talk to her then? Like, it's got nothing to do with me. And I think Sandoval does have like a little bit of a point. Also, I mean, like. Oh, great. Great. Can was, I transition this? I always like to put myself in the shoes of the person that I disagree with, right? Yeah. So make the case as if you were a lawyer. Make the case for Sandoval in this argument. I would say that though Stasi did follow the proper channels for getting the event going, her behavior at the event was completely unacceptable. I do agree that it was not okay for her to yell at the owner of the restaurant in front of a crowd. That was not acceptable. And that's fucked up. Okay, a couple things. Number one, what was their investment? Fifty thousand dollars? What was it? I think it was a hundred thousand. Really? Where I the think so. first of all, shout out to these people for having a hundred thousand liquid cash and being able to put down payments on houses because that's far, far beyond anything I could even sniff. And that's second of like all, a few bar appearances. They could probably make that in two months. First of all, they're not getting anyway. I would say that <laughs> I would say two hundred thousand dollars is going to get you. They say it costs a million dollars to open a restaurant. That restaurant probably costs two or three million dollars. So now we're talking about a seven percent stake a piece, sure. or maybe not it's even. overall like a four percent stake. So they're Less. not really the owner of the restaurant. Number no, one, and not. number and number two is my argument from Sandoval's perspective is like Stasi, you've known me and Schwartz for a decade at least. And you decided that Schwartz would be your point of contact for this event? Like, you made that decision? The guy that had an anxiety attack when he had to pour a vodka soda? <laughs> like, you, you made that call, and you didn't decide that maybe the person with actual restaurant experience, with actual bartending experience, with actual management experience, that you would talk to that person? That's where you made a mistake, Stasi. Why are you even talking to Schwartz in the first place? You know he's a cute face and a weak soul. Like, yes, just discuss weak. it with me. That's that's what I would say to Stasi. I'd be like, it's not that you didn't notify anybody. It's just you notified the wrong person, and you kind of notified the wrong person, perhaps intentionally, yeah, because you wanted was, to go the easiest path, the easiest path to get it done. That's my case for Sandoval. Not that yes. I agree with Sandoval, but I always like to understand both sides of an argument. I agree. It was kind of sneaky. Like she probably knew it'd be easier to get the results she wanted by going to Schwartz. But once again, that's between Sandoval and Schwartz. She's like, I talked to Lisa, and Lisa's like, "Yeah, whatever you want to do, I don't care. Like, this is like my like this is like like I care about Jiggy more than I care about this restaurant. You know, talk to me about Villa Blanca and Sir and Pump, but this one, please. This is like my side, side, side bitch of a restaurant. Here's how you know that Sandoval on the outs with everyone. Lisa FaceTimed Stasi, she FaceTimed Schwartz, and she only called Sandoval. No FaceTime Ooh. there. Did you see when Max was holding her FaceTime yes. for her? Yes. God, at some point, I guess Max is young enough that he doesn't care. But at some point, I'd be holding a FaceTime and be like, you've got hands. Like, you've got hands. Like, I, I understand know. I'm here to help you and you're the owner. And you're my boss and everything. But you do have hands. And like, I, you know, I can't even see what I'm shooting right now. I can't even see it. So why don't you <laughs> control it so you can get yourself the best angle? And then when Lisa was holding it, she was like holding it really weirdly. I yes. agree. Face, FaceTime is awkward. It's not really like a good way to communicate, but people seem to love it. No, I always end up FaceTiming with people while I'm lying down, which gives you the worst angle. You look so ugly. Yeah. Yeah. You've got, you've got like 17 chins and it's just like, it's just, I'm shooting myself. There's no way to make it look cute. And then you try to sit up and then you're sitting up on your own bed. You're like, what am I doing sitting up in my own bed? This is stupid. I think selfie videos generally are just like not attractive, like across the board. I will say this though: I have warmed up to FaceTime as a medium. 
it well, I is feel like also if you're traveling and you want to see your kids, that's probably really yeah, nice. No, no. I mean, duh, of course that. But I might just like even with my homeboys sometimes I'll just FaceTime just to check in, which is something that as you know, when I lived in Los Angeles, I would never think to do. But it's a little more intimate. It's a little bit more of a connection. People that don't see that much. I'm like, oh, look, I saw that person recently. Totally. I think last year you and Joey FaceTimed me at some point and I was crying. Because you were so happy to hear from us? I don't know. It was like an emotional conversation, I think, and I started crying or something. Do you, I guess you don't remember. That's good. No, I do remember. <laughs> we're not going to discuss the details. Oh, dear. Well, anyway, I, I, it depends on who's FaceTiming, but I don't like to be ambushed. Like, how do you feel about just like a random FaceTime? Here's the thing is, you can choose to ignore it. Of course. Yeah. And I, I some half the thing, when I get a, a male-to-male FaceTime, like I'm, I'd say 75% of the time it was an accident. It's yeah, usually an that's... accident. It's usually an accident. And so I'm Only like, I'm not certain people FaceTime, up. so you know. Although, yeah, yeah. Just, just what, we'll go back to the show, but just one note I want to say. I just uh, brought this up, but it's weird that we now live in a society where like you have to like ask permission to call. Like you used to just be able to call people and like that was that. But I get so many texts. They're like, hey, are you free for a phone yeah, call? Yeah, can we, t- can we talk? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that. that's not the point of And then you write call. back any time and then you don't hear from them and you're like, well. I guess they won't be calling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a weird thing. It's always um, bad news, too. No one's just like, oh, do you have time for a call? But guess what? Like, you're getting a raise. Yeah, I know. Basically, Sandoval and Schwartz need to have it out. And they're both such pussies. They're not going to. Oh, never. Never. Schwartz in particular, obviously. Never. And the, the idea that this place is named Tom Thomas is kind of ridiculous. It's, it, I understand why. but it's like, They're only on. involved because it's a great name. It's a great name, and they're great looking, and I want to go to Tom Tom. What was your Tom Tom experience like? I was just going to tell you. It was great. Thanks to Kelly and Kate for inviting me. Kelly and Kate. And also, congratulations to Kelly for her promotion. Oh, Uh, what's Kelly's new title? Um, Creative executive, I think. We were celebrating Kelly. See, shout to her. How many drinks did you have? Um, I Tell me everything. No, no, no. Don't even go there. Tell me everything. Not crowded at all, as you predicted. Like, in fact, empty. I would say dead, in fact, but I didn't mind. It was a Wednesday. Of course. Lisa, Ken, Jiggy, Pandora, Lisa's daughter, and Jason, the do- the son-in-law, were at the table next to us. It was what? Like, a couple other, other friends as well. Wait, yes. what? Yes, they were just sitting there wow. having dinner. You didn't say was- anything, right? No, of course not. Do you think about um, it? No, I didn't. But what, was- what? To say what? So Jiggy's alive. Yes, Jiggy's alive. He you moved. saw Jiggy move. Okay. Yes, saw Jiggy move. Great. Apparently, Great. before I got there, I was a few minutes late. Kelly and Kate said she was like inspecting things around the restaurant to like make sure they were like up to code or like up to snuff or whatever. She really cares about the flowers. She does. And I thought the food was quite good. I had tacos, mm. chicken mm. tacos. They were they were good. How many did you um, get? Soft shell, hard shell. Talk to me. Soft shell three. You know, did they come in those low- little that little taco stand thing? Yes, or did they, they come did. float? Came like, in a little taco holder. Yeah, I like those. I'm trying to go low carb, so I didn't have the the tortilla, and the uh, inside was very good. We come also on, had a couple Julia, like live a little bit. Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. It could happen to you too. Like, come on, I, come listen, on. I was a huge Kobe fan in high school. I, you might recall this from Grandland, but like when I when I was in high school, all four years, I had a Kobe collage in my locker. I like, he was my first favorite athlete. I like love hoops because of my father and because of Kobe. And I'm like, it's really sad. Stop bringing it up. You know, I like to make you cry on podcasts. <laughs> I'm really sad about it. I mean, the city of Los Angeles is like a wreck. It's crazy. Eat the tortilla. Eat the tortilla. Okay. Well, we also had like a spinach um, artichoke dip that I tasted. That was very good. And Would it was you dip delicious. Your finger in it because you didn't want. To get any no, carbs. I use I I used like the pita whatever. But okay. so I had some. It's not no carbs. It's low carb. And like it was just like a random tortilla. It wasn't like a home state house made tortilla. I was like, I don't need to eat this. Not worth it. Oh, home state's the only thing I miss about Los Angeles. I had home state this morning. You know, now that it's on Postmates oh, and God. caviar, I order it to work, and it's an absolute oh, game changer. God, I love Postmates. I, I had two state. blancos with black Oof. beans, no mushrooms this morning. Oof. It was fucking delicious. Oh. God, so that good. place. If you live in Los Angeles, no matter what neighborhood you live in Los Angeles, go to Home State. Also, it's there's three of them now, and they're really? open all day. They're open really? till 10. Oh, that's with, yeah, that kind of makes it worse. I think it's better. Because I have kids, so I used to get to like when they open, and it was like empty. Okay. So it'd just be me and the, and the kids just oh, crushing some queso dip, dipping the tacos in the queso dip. Oh, You can still do that, man. All right. No problems. Um, so I had a delightful time. What did I order? They have a whole drink menu, but I just went super classy. I asked You drive for- or Uber? I Ubered. I asked for a wine spritzer, a liberal pour on both the seltzer and the wine. They obliged. <laughs> Give me a pint, pint glass wine spritzer, please. 
<laughs> basically. And it was delightful. We, it feels very, like, woodsy. It kind of feels like um, the the Enchanted Rainforest Cafe, whatever that place was called. Oh, I love that place. Yeah. <laughs> underrated, underrated chain establishment. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I really enjoyed it. So I recommend it. And, yeah, if you would like to go, you know, I rec- you should. Live okay. your truth, people. What did your what did uh, Kate and Carrie have? Kate and what? Kelly. They Kelly enjoyed have. it. Disappointed to not see a Tom, but I think the Toms don't only really come in the summer. Uh, I believe it. Or they probably so. come on busy nights. Like I'm sure they're there Friday at ten thirty when like girls are there flirting with them or whatever. But like I don't maybe think Wednesday at, at six. If they're still like, friends, they're like, yeah, even. we're good. Oh, what do you mean? They're still friends. They, are. they need they each are. other. If if Jacks if Jackson Tom Sandoval are still friends, <laughs> like what well, what can Schwartz do to end that relationship? I don't know how close they are. I need to do a social media deep dive. I'll do that for next week. Oh, interesting. I I just can't see myself being mad at Schwartz. It's like honestly being mad at a puppy for like chewing your shoe. It's like that's just what you do. You know. I think that just Katie and Stassi and their and their bows, no pun intended, have really paired off. And everyone else is it's like a little bit different. Mm. We haven't talked about Lala at all. What a queen. What a queen. What a queen. Kaya, play a clip of her song with, with DJ James sure. Kennedy. Yeah, we've got this shit for sure. Up the Solo cups in the front seat. You know I don't drink. But I can toast to you riding with me. It could be anyone singing, but this anyone sounds good. It's so auto-tuned. First time I heard this, <laughs> I was like, not bad. <laughs> um... It's hilarious. Lala, sober Lala. I'm pretty sure she was sober for this trip. She was great. Yes. I would never want to get into a fight with her. I'd be very afraid. No, I mean, Lala was already a force, but sober Lala, it's, just, it's not fair. It's mama mentality. It's what it is. Let's talk about how old Lala is, speaking of Kobe Bryant. She posted a picture well, of her. No, you told me that she was 30. Yes. And, and then I saw a picture that she posted with her and Kobe Bryant, and I zoomed yes. into the background. It was the Kids' Choice Awards from what year? 2000. So, if she's 30, that would make her 10 years old in the picture. How old did she look in the picture? Like, 25? <laughs> I mean, I'm not putting her at 45, but she looked 20 in the picture. Yeah. Fit 17. She, I would say she's between 35 and 41. She looks a lot like Christina Aguilera in this picture from 2000. But in I, 2000 I think you forget that everyone looks like Christina Aguilera in the year 2000. It like would that just be was impossible the goal. That, that she's... That she's 10 here. Like, absolutely impossible. So she's yeah. lying about her age. I'm going to say she's 35. Yeah, 35 sounds about right. 35, 36. Which is funny because I thought of her, her so young for a while. So did I because she was new to us. So you thought she was just yeah. like, coming into the game late. But no. No, she's been around the way. It's kind of funny. I love Lala, though. I mean, we should not be tearing Lala down. We should be building her up because she is she's perfect. I do love Lala. At any age, I don't really care. Many people lie about their age. It's fine. Yeah, and, and it's also like, and listen, as you know, someone who's only been sober for seven or eight months at this point to go on a bachelorette party in Miami in those environments at nightclub after nightclub, staying up late at the table to argue like, at, you know, shout out to her because it's got to be a bit triggering. Yeah, definitely. Definitely really hard. And I like that she channeled it by fighting with Kristen uh, quite a bit. Kristen sucks. She's <laughs> a suck box. Have I said I that? She's yes, suck you box. Said he, this is like the third time you brought out how much Kristen sucks. <laughs> well, I'm just annoyed that these friends, so-called friends of hers, they're not good friends to her, just for the record. Instead of ignoring this, they just, like, berate her about Carter, and then it just makes me hate Kristen more. It makes me dislike everyone because it's just a waste of my time. I don't want to be talking about Carter. I don't care about any of these Can I throw something Carter. out there? Sure. Who cares about Carter and Kristen's relationship? I don't. Like, after— like, Stassi I'll, and Katie and, and Lala. If one of my close friends is in a really shitty relationship, I will mention it once, and then yeah. I'll mention it twice. And then maybe a third time. And then you know what? I'm like, do you, my guy? Like, I've we've we've talked about this three times. The fourth time is not going to be the trick. You know what I mean? It's like, you're in this thing. I'll catch you on the other side of it because it's going to end. Like, why doesn't everybody just back off? I would never want to defend Kristen or her behavior. But in this particular case, I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't care. I don't. Do your also, thing, Kristen. I think they just don't like Kristen. And they're using this Carter thing as like a cudgel to be like, oh, we don't like you because— of whatever. They just don't like Kristen anymore. And like, she's in a different life place than the rest of them. She's not settled down. She's still an absolute hot mess. And they're using this to like, not be friends with her basically, or like to give her a hard time, but they just don't like her. And that's okay. You grow a bar from me, but don't blame it on Carter. And more importantly, stop talking about Carter. We don't care. Most importantly, she was moving into her new place. Yes. And there were two boxes. Two of Carter stuff. Carter on them. And what were inside those boxes, Juliet? 
One was like his photography equipment, and the other was a box of dildos. It's a huge box of sex toys. Huge. <laughs> Like I'm not Huge. a big sex toy guy, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, yeah you can you can fit my sex toys in a child's shoebox. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> a child, like a lunch this box. is like a yes, this is like a full on like like the large. biggest box that you can buy at a U-Haul place. It was just full, and I just want to know. I want to know what's inside there. Like if it, it, if it was like if it was like a what's it called Pawn Stars or whatever. No, when they Storage Wars. Yeah, I would just Storage I would Wars. I would bid pretty high just to, just to own just to find out what's in there. Like, I'm talking like she a, should do I an would, unboxing video. Yeah, of she her should do sex an, toys. A, yes an unboxing video of Carter's sex toys because it's also like it's one thing if it's a female sex toys. But if it's a male sex toy, it's like the volume just it's gotta shrink. I don't know. Yeah. Well, she was like, it's a ton of dildos. That's what she said. So oh, she like, literally said d- that? Yeah. She said the box I'm, of dildos. Listen, how I'm many do a, you need? Not a big dildo guy, but I would say that like it's kind of like glasses. Like it's nice to have some variety, but like you don't need 10 different pairs. <laughs> An age-old Jacoby take. It's like yes. glasses. <laughs> I think that people should have a lot more glasses than they have. As a, as a non-glasses wearer, I always feel like they don't take the opportunity to have enough pairs of glasses. But back to the dildos. How many do you need? How many different varieties are there? Those things are not cheap either. I know. That's like a $10,000 box. Did she amass them over time? Is it just like a couple years? Is it like three very important dildos surrounded by like packing shells? Maybe that's just a bunch of styrofoam peanuts and like four dildos. Or it's like like 55 55 different dildos of different shapes, (laughs) varieties, and colors for whatever mood you're in. And yeah, whatever she's feeling that day. It's really... it was really weird. I think she probably was playing it up a little bit. She thought it was funny for the cameras. Yeah, but like, I mean, I have, I just want to know what's inside that box. If it's like a, maybe a sex swing and two dildos, I can get it. Like, yeah, it's the swing. We have the swing that takes up most of the space, and then we have a couple dildos thrown in there. Maybe that's sex what it is. Sex toy unboxing videos would be really popular on YouTube. They, yeah, they would. They would. Like, they sh- Kristen's, we got a whole new genre for you to, for you. <laughs> get it going. <laughs> yes. Sex toy unboxing. I have a lot of questions about people that work at sex toys and all of that, but sex toy Well, shops. maybe we can in- interview someone one time. Well, you're the one who broke out the expert on this week's. We talked to Jay, who works at a restaurant, and he's very upset about the Jay way Jay works at Crave. You like Crave. I love Crave. Yeah. I do love Crave. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that, I know Jay. Yes, you know Jay. Oh, shout out to Jay. Jay said... Jay said that Sandoval is in the wrong, and I trust him. Oh, Crave so. is delicious, by the way. Yes, I know. It's Me great. and Joey went back it. there without you. I know you did. It's great. I, I go there even without telling Jay and Becky that I'm going because it's great. I love it. Can we it's go my, while you're here in New York? Yeah, there's one on the Upper West Side. There's also one on the Upper, on just upper Midtown, East on the East Side. Yeah. And they have a new place called Taco Vision on 53rd Street. Everyone check out Jay's restaurants. Jay's restaurants are good. Crave is really good. <laughs> it is. I, I love Crave. I was in Crave, and I was looking around, and I was like, there's something about this place. Oh, this used to be Brother Jimmy's. Yeah. <laughs> Very familiar yes. on Amsterdam Avenue. Yes, 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 yes. Um, You're over I'm, 35, you know the venue, but trust me, it is worth visiting this time around. It used to, Brother Jimmy's in Bourbon Street on Amsterdam used to be so packed the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. It was like where you went if you lived in Upper Bourbon West Side. Street. And you were home from I went there once. I was like at NYU and we took the train all the way up there and we got there and we're like, Not what the it. hell are we doing here? There were three bars and they're all gone. Bourbon Street, Jake's Dilemma, and Brother Jimmy's. And they were like... Jake's Dilemma still exists. Well, I guess Brother Jimmy still exists in different locations. From that area, they're just gone. It's just really funny. But whatever, we love Crave. We don't love Kristen. And unfortunately, there's way more Kristen drama next week and I'm not excited about it. What is it? This time on, I kind of like, at that point, I was like, let me just watch you again. It's Stassi and Kristen fighting and then it's Max preparing for Pride back at TomTom. Oh, that's right. That's right. uh, You know... Trying to keep things going with Sarah and Tom. Tom just wasn't really working this week. I, I'm I'm nervous about the future of the show. If they're trying to, I was hopeful, but now that we're in week four, I think I don't know how it's going to go. You ready for a hot take to finish off the podcast? Yes. yes. If they did a spinoff, and they said this next generation is getting their own show, and Vanderpump Rules, the OGs getting their own show, I would be more excited to watch the next generation. I agree. That's a great point. I really That's would. like the Save by the Bell method. I would. I would. Yeah. It's just the part of the life that they're in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're in the, like, the Beastie Boys Ode to New York part of their life existence. Like, I want the fight to your right to your party part of life existence. Like, that's the part of the life cycle I want to watch on reality television. There's a reason they don't have reality TV shows about people in their 40s. Because we're boring. Yeah, and 
I think that if they were like, Vanderpump Rules is a show about people trying to make it in LA who are servers in the meantime. And then as people got famous, they got to graduate onto the different show. That would also be a win for Bravo. It's like more programming. Yeah, I think that's where we're headed with this. Because they I can't, because so. right now, like the, the they used to, the shot, like the, the end of the, these are the best times of our lives, barrel. Like the end, the last shot used to be like 12 people. And now they have to, the camera's like a hundred yards away. It's like a class picture to get everybody in there. Honestly, it's ridiculous. I know, at this it's point. too many people. There's too many and human like, beings. The idea that I know all their names is insane. I have no interest in Brett and Max. Like I, I, I tried, I came out optimistic. I just don't care about them. And obviously like they've just been complicated by their old tweets and stuff. But I, Dana, I do kind of like, but everyone else, I'm just like, tell me why I should care. So far, I don't know. I think what's her name is cute. Uh, Charlie with a v. or no? I Valisa? thought I Valisa, thought, I think is her name. I thought Charlie was Valisa, but they're two different people, and I do kind of like Valisa. Hmm. I'm okay. into her. She's fine. I, I didn't get cute. a lot of her. I think she's cute, but I think there's know, more, more, more from her to come. And Charlie, wonderful. And Danica, I like this new generation. I could, I could watch a show just based on this new generation. Easy. All right, we'll we'll see we'll see how things unfold. More Kristen drama next week, and we'll do this in person next week, Jacob. So exciting, Julia! It's like we're doing this. It's like it's like the old times. It's a real thing. All right, man, you're my fave, even though I'm not your fave anymore. And I'm we'll not, be back next week. I'm not your fave either. You're lying in the microphones again. No, I'm not. I love strippers. 